doesn't sound terrible at all. You ready? Yes. Let's fucking do this. Ready to go. Hey, it's Travis Oscar Mike Radio. Continue. Fucking do that again. Hey, it's Travis Oscar Mike Radio. Continuing my uh, trend here of seven days of stuff, episodes, content, whatever. Uh, I was in Marlboro this morning, and now I'm in Weymouth, Massachusetts at Article 15 Brewery with my main man, the most savage, badass Air Force veteran I've ever met. Yes, people, there are awesome Air Force veterans. Connor, the main man, Sullivan. Connor, welcome back to Oscar Mike Radio. Thank you, sir. Happy to be here again. Dude, what is it with you and running? The last time we talked, you were getting ready for the Marine Corps Marathon. Yes, sir. And you did it. So I kind of want to know a couple of things. One, uh, how was that? Then two, why are you here tonight? Why is it so important that we're out here tonight? And then three, what's going on for the future, man? You've got a whole lot of stuff going on. Cool, yeah. So uh, last time we talked, we were talking, um, that was after the Boston Marathon, which I right. ran for Mass Fallen Heroes. And then um, on, the last pa- on the last podcast, you would let me know that um, you have a connection with uh, the New England Home and Center for Vets, which yep. is on Court Street in Boston. And um, you told me they had uh, marathon bib numbers for the Marine Corps Marathon in D.C., uh, so I got in touch with them through you, of course, and uh, I got on their team to run the Marine Corps Marathon. It was uh, October 27th, so a couple weeks ago. Right, right. And, um, yeah, I went out there, ran that one. It was a uh, complete shit show. It was raining <laughs> the, um, in the parking lot waiting for the uh, marathon to start. Everybody was hiding under tents. It was pouring rain. The first, I think, 16 miles rained for me with parts that were, you know, looked like rain squalls. They were – it was – there was actually enough water on the street already that there was a guy kind of using a little humor to get through the marathon. He actually went in a puddle and started doing uh, doing some paddles, looking like he was swimming uh, during the race. So I'm assuming he was a Marine because you guys are fucking crazy. So it was but, like being in the Marine Corps. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. run everywhere. They actually had, um, it must have been thousands of um, Marine Corps active duty uh, Marines out there volunteering. Uh, it was probably 50-50 between officers and uh enlisted i don't know i don't know how many of you guys they have at quantico but there was a shit ton out there uh handing out water gatorade uh handing the medals out um volunteering their time i'm sure they were voluntold to be there but i mean still they were out there they see no i didn't see one of them complain you know so nice nice yeah. nice so you did that you helped the new england center and home for veterans raise money to support their mission yes and then we were talking on Facebook and other places, and you're like, you know, I want to keep this going. I think I'm going to run more. And I'm like, dude, yeah. running more is not something that I want to do right now. So, I mean, you do this, and you crush it, and it was very cool. And I, and I love the jacket. That's some cool yeah, swag, Yeah, yeah, it's man. nice. They got the, uh, the memorial right there. Right, right, right. The I mean, it, it's, it's, it's yeah. not some, you know, cheap swag. I'm like, I didn't get anything like that when I was in. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was a cool, um, it was a cool marathon. It was, it was. We ran across um, a few memorials the day before. I was checking out um, all the memorials in D.C. So it's, it's definitely a cool marathon to do. It's more military oriented than the other ones. Um, but yeah, it was a great weekend. So you get back from the marathon, and now we're here at the Article 15 Brewery in in Weymouth. And you know I'm not a drinker. Yeah. But I, I, it's been like cool just to come here and hang out. Like I, I could totally see myself. On a Friday or Saturday night, coming by here on my motorcycle in the summer, yeah. and out back here and having a cigar with with you guys, and you know the the owner will hope hope will come on here in a second. 
money is open this up to you to raise money for another running cause yeah exactly yeah so um so we're here tonight raising money for travis mills foundation um next weekend november 17th i'm going to central park new york city i'm gonna run um an ultra marathon so an ultra marathon <laughs> is anything over the distance of a traditional marathon which is 26.2 miles so anything plus that, most of them are around 50 kilometers, 31 miles. So the one I'm doing is 60 kilometers, it's a 37 mile road race. Oh, just just 37 miles. Yeah. That's... <laughs> so, uh, Dude. Yeah. So we're just here uh, through my through my efforts for that. I, I feel my story can create a little bit of buzz. So I'm I'm trying to use that for positive because uh, I got out of the military. I I don't officially have to serve anymore, but I still want to continue to serve um, as much as I can. So. Just, just to go back to the folks here, you don't understand. Connor here had a heart transplant and almost a year later ran his first marathon. And unlike some of my Marine Corps brethren who were on TV, he didn't crawl across the finish line. He ran across the finish line. So he's just a savage badass doing this. Um, and you've kept this going, man. It's just been amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I, so a lot of people have asked me why, and I... I always get that question of why, why the fuck are you doing this? Because it makes no sense, you know, to, to run. First of all, marathon running itself, there's a ton of people out there that run marathons. Oh, really? Everybody, everybody, I'm not sure if you do, but almost everybody knows somebody that says, oh, my aunt, my sister, my, my dad ran the marathon. But um, So I, I definitely wanted to do that, but there was something, there's something about it dur during, the, during the struggles of a marathon. There was never any point where I, where I kind of figured out, like, you know, I can't finish this. I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. So in some sort of sick and twisted way, I'm, o I'm almost seeking out that, that feeling of, of I might not finish this race. I might not finish uh, this challenge. So you're pushing limits. So I'm pushing limits, and that's why I'm doing the ultra marathon. So. Now, is this going to be the last ultra marathon you're going to do, or are you going to look at doing No, more? absolutely not. I'm actually on a, I'm on a wait list for one, uh, which is about, I think, three weeks after this one. So... If I get off the wait list, I'm going to do that one. <laughs> so it's just been a recurring thing. And you have the heart transplant. You run the Boston Marathon. That garners a lot of positive attention. And people really support what you're doing. Yeah. And then you do this marathon. And Travis Mills is a special story, right? I mean, I read the book. He He's a quadruple amputee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I read the book. I've watched his um, documentary on Netflix called Travis, A Soldier Story. I followed him for... Uh, I actually found out about him um, a few days post transplant when I was in the hospital because they have um, they have me dosed up on high doses of steroids and IV medications and uh, so I I mean you're up at night I could I could probably sleep for about a half an hour a night oh my god the steroids they they're on IV steroids they got you so buzzed out of your mind so I could probably sleep a half hour a night so when I'm laid up at three in the morning no visitors there except <laughs> for me and my own thoughts the best thing I could do is just watch YouTube videos. So I actually, I followed uh, the Jocko podcast right, right. Pr pr uh, prior to that. And I think it was just that month or the month prior before I got my um, heart transplant that they came out with a podcast, Jocko Podcast 90 with Travis Mills. So I watched that whole thing um, when I was laid up in the bed at night and listening to his story, the, the way that he could go through um, getting blown up, being a quadriplegic and and and. I think I don't know how many months after but he ran he uh, ran the um, the I think Tunnel to Towers 5K uh, in New York City and um, just his story the way he he has a, his his slogan is never quit never give up right right and um, just the way he the way he actually you know believes that and lives that way it kind of inspired me so 
I actually I met him um, at the uh, Origin Jiu Jitsu camp a couple oh, wow. of years ago in the, in the summer, and uh, he was one of those guys. A lot of those guys have a lot of following. They kind of you know they don't have they don't have a couple minutes to talk to you or whatever. But Travis, he he stood there and talked to me for five ten minutes, and I was able to explain to him why he, he him and his story means so much to me and and. Um, I mean, he's he's a badass dude, airborne, right, right, right. Multiple deployments, and and he actually thanked me for my service, and then told me that that my story was you know cool and inspirational, and I was like, holy shit! But have you looked in a mirror? Look at you, man! Like you, this. <laughs> right, and you know, you read the book, and you you know, we both watched the same videos. And he never like feels sorry for himself or complains. It's just no, no. That that was one of the biggest things he explained was that he never felt sorry. Kind of just um, was like. All right, you know this is what I have to deal with now, and that's that's exactly that was exactly my attitude when I had the heart pump and after the transplant. It was kind of this is my new normal now. This is my new life, and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know pack up and, and move on. So, so we're here at the Article 15 Brewery. Yeah, it's, it's in Weymouth. It's veteran owned and operated. I'm hoping to get. What's going to happen, I hope, is I'm going to come back here tomorrow during the day and talk to the owner full in depth, but uh, I'm hoping to get him to come by and say hello to us. But Leo has opened up his, you know, brewery to you tonight, and yeah. it was just cool, man, seeing all the people coming out, having a good time, no one acting stupid, yeah. just having a good time, understand what you're all about, talking to you, and all the things that you can do in this brewery. It's like, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm home in a way, even though I don't drink. Yeah, yeah. And it's great, and I really feel like this kind of stuff is what bonds us veterans together, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we're not we're not alone. So I'm just really happy that, that he was able to do this. What's it been like working with uh, Leo in Article 15? Yeah, yeah, so um, basically it was just it was a matter of um, asking the question, basically. Oh, well, hey, here yeah. he comes right now, the main man. Get on the mic. How's it going? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Leo, the HMIC owner of Article 15 Brewery. Hey, we just want to say thank you for having Connor out here tonight and talk it's to us a little bit about... Yeah, absolutely. We're going to, you know, you're going to have me come back tomorrow and talk to you more in depth about what you're doing tomorrow, but yep. what's it been like? What's it like to you as a veteran? First of all, tell the folks, you know, who you are and what you're doing, and then we'll get into a little bit of questions real quick. Sure. So, I'm Leo Reardon. I'm the owner of Article 15 Brewing here in Weymouth. Um, obviously, veterans out there, you understand Article 15 Brewing. Uh, we're a, we're a veteran-based brewery. We're all about uh, you know, raising awareness and, and helping out brothers in need. So, we've been fortunate since we opened. We've been open just a little more than a year right now. Oh, really? We've had the opportunity to uh, to help out uh, Boston Wounded Vet Run this year. Um, we've worked with, you know, honestly, a bunch of different groups that have happened. So, we, uh, here in Weymouth, we had a police officer pass away, so we've actually been able to help raise money for that as well. So, we've been able to use something that was a passion for me in the army. <clears throat> and turn it into a way for us to actually help out the community here. And that's awesome, and it's just nice to see veterans helping veterans, especially guys like Connor, who basically has his heart ripped out of his chest, literally. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> and it's raining almost 40 miles, like, oh, it's no big deal. So it's just nice to see, yeah. and I'm looking forward. i, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, folks, tomorrow we're going to be inside the brewery where all the magic happens, and it's awesome. <laughs> I don't even know how you do it. It's like magic. But, um, no, just very good, and want to thank you for uh, allowing me to come here tonight and talk to Connor. And it's just been very, very cool. Yeah, we're really happy because with, especially with the, with Connor being involved in everything, uh, you know, we met him when we first opened. Um, you know, he's friends with friends of mine in the veteran community. And uh, they explained to us, you know, just the stuff that he does, honestly, to raise awareness, to raise money, and, and to, to be a part of the veteran community. So 
you know, when, when he asked us, he's like, oh, hey, listen, can we do a fundraiser to help me? Because I'm going to run an ultra marathon because you're out of your mind. Yes, uh, he's out of his mind. raise money for Travis Mills Foundation. Like, how are we not going to want to be involved in that? That's something that's near and dear to my heart as well. You know, I spent nine years in the Army as a combat medic, so it's 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 part of the brotherhood. It's, it's being able to take care of other brothers that, that, you know, I've really made a life out of. So it's a big deal to us. Awesome. Well, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to coming back tomorrow and learning more about beer, which I know absolutely nothing about. And well, I I think I'll have a good uh, teacher. And speaking of beer, Connor just got a refill. I just had to walk away. The only reason you're talking to Leo is because I had to step away to go get another one of his beers because they're so fucking good. So, (laughs) well, I'm looking forward to. I'm coming back here tomorrow. We're going to talk about what you're doing for uh, Boston Wounded Vet Run and and how you're you're helping more about your business. But I just want to say thanks. This has been great so far. I feel like I'm home. Thank you very much. All right, all right. So you've reloaded. I did. Yes. He's back in. So, yes. you know, full mag, what did you, what kind of beer did you get there? I got the, the new one, the Pilsner, which is actually being uh, technically released tomorrow, which is the Boston Wounded Vet run 10th anniversary Pilsner. And uh, not only is it probably the most important beer that they've done so far, um, raising money, some of the proceeds go to Boston Wounded Vet run, um, which I've, I've gone to the past few years, but uh, it's probably their best beer yet too, so... Because you, well, you know what, forget it. Um, you do that with the Veterans Brotherhood MC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go over there. We ride uh, every year. We go over there. So. And that's a big part of your life, too, the Motorcycle Club and how they all come together to, you know, surround you and help you and help yeah. the veterans. Yeah, definitely. You, you always see you guys out together. What is it about motorcycling that kind of brings vets together, do you think? Uh, I think it's just, I mean, that kind of... I mean, if you if you there's so many parts of of you know riding together that kind of bring us together, uh, between raising money, the events we go to because they're for veteran causes. But it, I, I mean, one of the simplest things is riding 90 miles an hour next to your brother. I mean, 12 inches away from him, knowing if he fucks up or if I fuck up, everybody's going down. Everybody's going down. Everybody's going down. But we trust each other, so you know. Speaking of going down, how's the jujitsu coming? Good, good. I, I actually, uh, hopefully, my, uh, hopefully the coach doesn't watch this. Uh, Dedeco, he owns the school in Weymouth, which is probably about a half mile from here. So hopefully he doesn't watch this because I haven't that, been there. That's that's a high protein drink, coach. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, you can take it from me. I'm a weightlifter. It's a high protein drink. Yeah, because I haven't been in a couple of weeks, so hopefully oh. he doesn't watch this. But but jujitsu is definitely something I love, and I'm going to continue to do for sure. No, it's awesome. I mean, I feel very safe, folks. Even though you know. Connor is an Air Force veteran. I feel very safe when I'm around here because I know he can take care of business. He can run fast. I mean, what's there not to love, right? So it's just kind of funny. We met about almost two years ago at yeah, John's yeah. place, and, and you know, we both kind of grown in our own way, been able to stay connected. Yeah. And it's just nice to see somebody take what something that happened to him that people would be like, "Oh my God, this is bad." Yeah. And now you're turning something that is just positive. You're just crushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see a lot of. Uh, I'm on a lot of support groups on Facebook. And I see a lot of people that, you know, they have the same exact situation. They have the LVAD, the heart pump, and then they get a transplant. And they're kind of just down in the dumps, you know, mopey-dopey, poopy pants about the situation. And, and um, I don't know, I guess something got wired good in my brain where I just, I, I don't care about, you know, being mopey-dopey. I'd rather just, I'd, I'd accept my situation and move forward and fucking make the best of it. Because that's, that's all I know how to do. Well, I think one part of it, and we've talked about this before, is maybe if, if next time we talk, 
getting to meet like your, your dad, especially maybe your mom. I don't know if they want to come on the podcast. Yeah. But your 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 dad you know, and you do so much together. I have to feel that the apple didn't fall far from the tree, man. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so my dad actually runs all these races with me. <laughs> there hasn't been one. That what? He, yeah. I don't think there's been one that he hasn't run. He ran the Marine Corps Marathon, right? Yeah. Yeah. He actually <laughs> did. Yeah. Yeah. He beat me. Some. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't watch this too. But uh, someday I will beat him. I'll be faster than him. But but your dad beat you. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> my sons would never let me live that down. Well, on my on my defense, he's run. I think that was his 35th marathon. What? And he's ran um, hundred. Uh, I think a hundred kilometer race twice, uh, multiple uh, 50 Ks. This race I'm actually running next Sunday. I think he's done it th- two or three times. So he kind of has the experience. <laughs> So when is your, I mean, date-wise, when is your next race? And how can people out there, because we're not playing this tomorrow or anything, how can people help you or follow you to help out if they want to or see Yeah, yeah, so the race is in uh, Central Park. It's going to be November 17th, uh, next Sunday. So um, with, with this video, we'll, we'll tag the, um, the Travis Mills donation link where they can donate on the website. Um, so yeah, we can tag that in there. I'm gonna keep the donation link open a couple weeks after the race, just yeah. so um, I, sometime. I mean, um, not that nobody doesn't believe in me, but maybe somebody will see the the story after I complete the marathon, uh, the ultra marathon, and um, maybe then donate. Yeah, because so. this this will, this will probably air after he does the ultra marathon, folks. But I will have the link in the blog post for this video. I'll have it in the YouTube, Facebook, wherever it is. So click on that yeah. and. Uh, give him uh the support that that yeah uh, so when when this ear when this airs i will officially be uh the first known person in the united states to survive a heart transplant and then run an ultra marathon that's savage because that's there's absolutely one there's, savage that i i did research i researched for a couple of weeks so i don't i don't know if there's gonna be any motherfuckers out there that are gonna come out and be like oh no i did it first but no i because i haven't seen any stories about it the only guy i found i talked to him recently was um a guy i believe his name is elmar uh He's a he's a German, so I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. But there was one uh, German guy that uh, ran an ultra marathon. So I'm not the first in the world, but so far, as as my research is going on, I'm the second in the world, first in the United States. Awesome. So awesome. when this airs, I will be uh, the first in the United States. Well, I'm looking forward to talking to you again after that. Definitely. Looking forward to keeping in touch. Hey man, I know you got a lot of people wanting to see you. I appreciate yeah, yeah. the time. Thank you. As no, always, as always, and just yeah. glad to see you succeed, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Hey. Uh, as we say in Hawk, we are locked through launch. This is Oscar Mike Radio. I'm Travis. This is Connor Sullivan, Savage Badass. We're on the move.